Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Full Kit Bantam. Joined once again by Sash and Nathan BK. Where are you, my guy? It's the third week. My guy is still in London doing business. Still doing the lost work. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope to see you back soon. But yeah, still working hard for, for all you gooners out there. Um, for all previous listeners, we're glad to have you back. Uh, although there was no Premier League action this weekend. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome. Excited to welcome you. I was going to say faces, but I guess ears would be more appropriate for this. But um, since there was no Premier League action this weekend, we've decided to come up with one of our famous kind of like segue episodes. Um, and this week we'll be talking about the race for the Golden Boot. And it's only been three games so far, so these are our really, really way um, in advance predictions. But yeah, looking forward to talking about that. And at the end of the episode, we have a little surprise for you guys. Um, it's something that was brought up to Sash actually a couple of episodes ago, so stay tuned for that. Um, but without further ado, I'm just going to rattle off the current leaders in the Golden Boot race and we're going to slowly dissect why none of these guys are going to actually win the Golden Boot. So we've got Antonio from West Ham on four goals currently. Um, I think most people who have him in their FPL will be very delighted. Um, second place, uh, we've got a three-way tie. It's Bruno Fernandes. Dominic Calvert-Lewin and Mason Greenwood. Bruno, Bruno Fernandes, man. You got to get that pronunciation right. Fernandes. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> so guys, of those four names I rattled off, right, who do you think has the sort of longest staying power in that group? To hey man, you forgot the wild card. Or the Who's the wild card? Mr. Adama. But he has no goals. Baby <laughs> but, okay, we <laughs> no, can, we can throw <laughs> wild cards later, but I'm talking about like actual like People who've actually scored right now. It's not really a wild card. That's just a wild statement. <laughs> hey, man. He's just a wild man. Hey, man. And I'm talking about Sash, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I don't know. I, because I got pretty uh, decent stats that I've spent my Sunday afternoon researching upon. So why not just throw the ball back to you guys before I, I go down and deep into the world of stats? Okay, down I'll start. Deep. Nice. I'll start. Um... Of the four who are still there, I think Antonio's had a, a really good start. A bit unexpected, but I think his form is good. Him and Ings, I, I think, look quite sharp. Uh, Greenwood is my the one that I really hope does well this year. Uh, I think he actually shows a lot of potential to get more goals. Bruno, I suspect he'll get more assists. He will definitely have goals because... Oh, actually, I'm not sure. I, I, I thought he'll be taking the pens, but now with <laughs> Ronaldo, it's hard to... I don't actually know who's gonna be taking it. They may actually mix oh, it up. Oh, you know, you know. Who's oh, we all, we all <laughs> know who's taking come the on. fans. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he just come took, on, he just took one for for Portugal though, like Fernandes. Yeah, like so okay. What what happened during the game? But Ronaldo had left already, right? Didn't he? No, no, no. Okay, no, no. It Ronaldo missed that penalty, but uh, in the build up to that, Bruno had the ball in his hands and he just gifted it to Ronaldo. So is this a clear indication? Of- He's kissing the ring. <laughs> Like he's it's he's it's, it's, he's it's bowing part, the right? knee, man. He's bending the knee, dude. Bend the knee, and, and exactly what he should do. Although I think his penalty conversion might actually be better than Ronaldo. I'm actually certain it's better than Ronaldo's, but, but um, yeah, you aren't you aren't taking penalties off Ronaldo. Hi- hierarchies, dude. Yeah, no, there's no no chance in hell. Like Marcus the, the, Rashford, the his days of taking spot kicks are done. Bruno's true. are done. Yeah, 
Because Ronaldo's going for like as many goals as ever. So, okay, that's true. Um, then expect Ronaldo to be up there like uh, for the golden, the real golden boot. Um, but for those guys, I, I mm. really think Rash, um, not Rashford. I think Greenwood, Greenwood has, yeah. a, has a good shout to do well this season. Um, hopefully at least top 10. Uh, but yeah, though I think that's for the, the current uh, people who are in the in the stands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Greenwood's going to be interesting to monitor because um, we were talking about him before Ronaldo joined United. Um, and I think we were both saying how this was his year to shine. Um, I still do think it is his year to shine, but um, he might have to do so in a, in a different role than what might have initially been thought out for him. I, I don't know how, how much you guys agree with that statement, but... I think um, it's fair because like Ronaldo likes to also um, contribute a lot in assists, like in his partnership with Benzema, right? Like Benzema is still the recognised number nine. And so Ronaldo does like um, get uh, assist Benzema a lot when he was at Madrid. So, I mean, there is definitely chances for... Again, there's also Cavani. So, I mean, with so many attacking options, Greenwood, it's all about whether he gets enough uh, game time for United fraud, to the get the kind of goals. Central yeah, the fraud as well, so... Yeah, actually, yeah, you guys man. have an embarrassment of attacking Richards right now. It's it's something to it's quite a sight to behold. But um, one guy, it's all it's all down to it's all down to the manager, right? Hey. And <laughs> his capabilities on how he, he helps them to gel together. I mean, he, he was the apex goal scorer right back in the day, so makes sense. I mean, <laughs> the the apex <laughs> super sub who apparently doesn't know how to make subs, lah. Like, so. <laughs> Uh, I mean yeah, more on that later, but, yeah. but yeah, back back to you guys. Um, one guy uh. who I mentioned at the start, but kind of has just fallen to the wayside. Um, in terms of this conversation, is Calvert Lewin. Um, I mean three goals in three games. I'm pretty sure he's got a goal a game right now. Um, kind of continuing from where he left off last season, no. And he's taking penalties right now, so that's like a new added dimension or rather it helps to stat pad his goal scoring abilities who was taking them last it, season for Everton it was Richarlison and then Sigurdsson uh, but you, you know uh, we all know what's happening to the latter and oh. um, you know <laughs> I, we prefer not to speak about it um, innocent until proven guilty but uh, yeah I mean, I mean he's been given the penalty duties this season which is kind of interesting mm. uh, I mean if you play fantasy league uh, kind of a no-brainer to get him in. But it's not just that. It's He's the typical six-yard penalty box you know, poacher. Uh, I think he, his skill set was kind of owned by uh, was it uh, Carlo Ancelotti because he's, he basically told uh, DCL to just Be stay like in the, the box. Inzaghi, right? Yeah, yeah, I mm, remember that. Yep, he just, op- yep, just operating, don't drop deep to, you know, help with a bit of play. We just want you in the box to score headers, score tap-ins and all that. And we know how good of a reflex finisher he is. But, I don't know, you know, Rafa Benitez, mm, I agree. defensive sort of manager. How much supply Dominic Cavalier is going to get later on, further down the game, further down the season, I mean. Still pretty unsure about it. Uh... I mean, yeah, that's that's all the input mm. I have right now because it's still you know not the heavy research yet. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. The I mean, there's there's not enough data for sure. For sure, I just thought it, like when I was looking at the list, I was kind of surprised. Um, 
yeah, I mean it's only three games, but at the same time, you you don't really expect to see Antonio up there. Um, also, considering the fact that his highest goal return in the Premier League is ten goals, um, he's already got forty percent of that in three games. So, I would I would say it's a good bet to say he's gonna break that that mark. But we'll just have to see. Um, so, okay, I guess we're assuming that the four of them will continue to get goals. Just won't really be in that conversation for Golden Boot. On to who we think will be in that conversation. Um, I the heavy hitters, yeah, right? the heavy hitters. Um, I have kind of picked out four players who I think will be or should be the bookies' favorites to get the Golden Boot, and then I have a bunch of like wild cards, like Nate mentioned earlier. So you guys, let me know if you violently object to any of these four players. I've got Kane, Lukaku. Salah and of course the aforementioned Ronaldo. Um, if you guys, if I missed anyone, just feel free to like shout them out. But it's kind of weird that Man City, off the Man City forwards, I kind of have Ferran Torres up there. I think he's gonna be playing like that that poacher role for them. Um, seeing that Jesus has now been um, pushed out wide, I've got Son in there in the mix. Um, if the right Mane shows up, I think he could do some damage again. But so far, the signs have been a little bit disappointing from him. Of course, you got Jamie Vardy in there. I think this might be his... Um, I don't want to say swan song season, but it could be the last season where we see him really being Leicester's number one because they have Nacho and, and Daka waiting in the wings. And of course, you have, like Nate mentioned earlier, you have Danny Ings in there. But I'd like to hear a bit more from the both of you. And like, Obviously, Sash wants to talk about his guy Lukaku and Ronaldo, but if you have anything else to talk about the other players go for it I mean definitely I you can't rule out Son oh sorry to cut mm, in but you can't rule out Son because uh, I've always said he has been the most clinical fisher, fisher, finisher in the Premier League uh, he always outperforms his expected goals which is pretty typical for an elite finisher he scores great goals you know that particularly that goal against uh, City in the first game where he just hit it with his weaker left foot and Edison just seems to be dumbfounded on, on, on the spin in that. But the four heavy hitters definitely agree with it. Jamie Vardy definitely can't rule him out. Danny Ings, a bit sus at the moment with the way how Villa has been playing. But yeah, definitely an elite striker as well. One of the best finishers. I think he's only second to Kane in terms of finishing ability. But yep, other than that, nothing much. I, I will touch on... Lukaku and Ronaldo in a little bit, but I would like to hear what uh, Nathan has to say. About I think it. just want to add one more player to the mix. Um, I I quite like what Diogo Jota brings for Liverpool. I think he does score quite a few goals. I don't think enough to get him in the shout to to really trouble the big four that we that you have listed. But I think he's definitely at least a, a one for mention la. I think I I think he'll get more goals than Mane. Um, he gets into the box. He's always there trying to, to score. Uh, whether it's headers or um left foot, right foot. I think he's he's definitely gonna be there. Mane tends to wanna carry the ball or even like take shots from outside the box. Um, but he just has seemed to be a bit off the pace for me recently. So I think Jota will be the one who gets more goals of the two. Um, yeah, I think that's just one more additional to add in. Uh, overall, yeah. I think yeah, the big mm-hmm. the the most of the names mentioned, we expect to see them. Uh, fighting for the top. Uh, I think just 
a bit sad that you know someone who used to be there not too long ago, uh, Oba is now not even in consideration because Poor of temporary. the state. It's, it's hard to <laughs> yeah, root man. for a club, to, for a player to get top the golden boot for a club when the club hasn't even scored yet. So. I don't know. I it's, think they need to worry true. just about putting the ball in the back of the net first. But yeah, I mean, if he scores five against Norwich, we will all be like, "Oh, he's back!" Back man. flipping back. his way to the, to the golden. <laughs> favorite. He'll be a favorite for the golden boot. <laughs> I mean, we don't doubt his ability, right? But it's just mm. the the form of the team is. It's really just it's just the team. Now. Yeah, it's just the team. Ah, uh, hin hin. Mm. Hin hin. Emily Pascal, how about your guy Salah? I mean, with Salah, right? I feel like every season. People are waiting for the the buck like the the buck to stop. I feel with that he's he. I feel that he's criminally underrated form. I know. I, I agree. I, I agree. And like there there have been rumors about him wanting like five hundred thousand a week, in his new contract, which I think are bogus, by the way. But when you really think about it, right? You look at players like Griezmann, who are getting close to what eight hundred thousand a week, and if Griezmann's getting that kind of money, Salah has been consistently scoring twenty goals in the league alone you can kind of understand where that figure would come from. But yeah, I do agree that he's criminally underrated. Um, no, but you guys player. haven't run... You guys aren't run as circus... There's no way we'll be giving 500 if that's real, yeah. which is why yeah, I don't... The money in Spain is, very, is stupid. Like, the money in Spain it, is crazy. It's a literal clown fiesta, the way they're being <laughs> run. And it's just being, not even sustainable. And they're paying for it right now. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I mean like we'll, we'll, we'll go back on track But I saw this tweet I don't know if you guys saw it It was um Something along the lines of like Wow Atletico got Luis Suarez The La Liga And Antoine Griezmann For Antoine Griezmann <laughs> I don't know I just saw I that I saw that tweet yeah, That yeah, was yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that, that is well. so Yeah You just run shortly man But that's for another day Um, Yeah Salah I think um Is our main guy In terms of uh, Goal scoring returns uh, he does take our penalties as well. Um, you do have the occasional James Milner spot kick, but and Salah actually has a good um, conversion ratio from the spot, so uh, he's definitely going to be there, there and thereabouts. Especially Liverpool uh, competing at the end of the season, which I, which I certainly hope we are. Uh, okay, is that all you have to say about Salah? I mean, what? <laughs> I don't know what else you were <laughs> expecting. Like, yeah, um, it's it's pretty much we know what to expect now. It's his fifth season at the club. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, people be- pretty much always underestimate him, no, even though he has the credentials to back it up. But he's been proving most people wrong. See, not I mean, it's not just it's not season. just like, I mean, it's not just the fans. Uh, or I mean, the neutral fans. It's the pundits as well. Do you remember the? Was it the team of the season selection last season where like I, I don't think he was selected at all in that right wing position. Like both of the pundits went for Foden. Was it Neville and Carragher? Huh? Both of them went for was Foden? It? What what did Foden so. do like I last season? For like exactly, he had a few good games. I don't know, my my memory may be a bit fuzzy, but there was there were two pundits who didn't select Salah at right wing. I do remember that because I was Exclaiming right, how right, right. fraudulent that was Like Choosing Foden Who did well In like the latter Nah of ca- the season, kinda, if That's actually true like, ca- that, That's just that, that is true dude I, that's, I, I that's, think that's, you, ju- that's you can just google shit, it yeah. <laughs> You can just google it And like It's there Like la, on, the on Salah there. right If you really mm. want to just compare Right right wingers Or right forwards Whatever you want to call it mm. Who mm-hmm. In terms of output 
and performances has been better, better than him. right? Yeah. Mm, yeah, agreed, agreed. Like, definitely one of the shouts for the Golden Boot. But right now, I, I mean, I, I think it's my segment. Mm. Uh, the, the two favourites for the Golden Boot, I mean, Buki's favourites will be Lukaku and Ronaldo. Both new arrivals, ironically. Mm, Wait, the, no Harry Kane? No. He's won it the last few times, right? Yeah, but he's playing under a new manager, which is why I think the Buki's odds for Kane retaining go- the Golden Boot is lower than before like, like I think he's third oh, no sorry I think he's fourth behind Salah and Lukaku and the bookies favourites are actually Ronaldo mm. because you know nostalgia it's not just nostalgia of it's, it's, it's just numbers man. Still it's just facts like mm. yeah he's a, he's a machine wherever he goes yeah. funny you mentioned about numbers right mm. because this is where I come in let's go so I've been I've been spending Sunday afternoon you know digging up research, going back to last season to see, you know, whether Ronaldo and Lukaku are actually, I mean, we all know that they are elite strikers, right? But how would they fare in the Premier League? So what I did, right, was I researched on the team stats last season, focusing on United, Chelsea and Juventus, because, you know, Ronaldo came from Juventus. What about Inter? And so, uh, yeah, I did do that as well. Cool. But, Mm, more on Chelsea la. Mm. So Okay if you guys Play Fantasy Premier League Right And you're in a conundrum On who to choose As a striker Ronaldo or Lukaku This segment might help you A little <laughs> bit And also You know If you're a listener And you haven't joined our Fantasy Premier League League yet Right What are you waiting it's, for uh, man Do it Yeah you can find nice the plug. link in <laughs> You can find the link In our Instagram So yeah Back to the topic right so, just to sweeten the deal on Ronaldo a little bit, Ronaldo at Juventus, 40.6 minutes shot, per shot on target, sorry. And whereas for Lukaku at Inter, he only managed 60.1 minutes per shot on target. So, first blood goes to Ronaldo. Shots taken by Ronaldo at Juventus, 168 shots. His shot accuracy was 58.5%, a, conver- a conversion rate of 246 Whereas Lukaku only had 93 shots at Inter Milan, 50.7% accuracy and a conversion rate of 21.7%. Well, point, points to, to really? Ronaldo, I guess. 21%? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his conversion rate was 21% okay. compared to Ronaldo's 24. And Ronaldo had taken 168 shots, by the way, compared to Lukaku's 93. And, um, okay, that's I think that's where it gets, um, it's the sort of the end of the road in air quotes terms for Ronaldo Mm. when it comes to the comparison because comparing to what Ronaldo was in when he was at United, right? I feel that he's a lot more one-dimensional compared to his heydays at United because he only attempted his attempted dribbles for 29.8 which is in the Premier League, right? It's ranked 70th compared to what he was as a winger at United. I mean, Nathan, you should know how he was, right? Like, he was always dribbling, doing step-overs, beating his men and all that. But like because of his age... Box at will. Rabonas, yeah. the whole world, yeah. man. But right now, he's more of a centre-forward, a uh, fox-in-the-box, a little bit like Dominic Calvert-Lewin, but definitely better in terms <laughs> of that. Yeah, and it's pretty evident by the number of haters he's been scoring right now. Even in the recent yeah, the uh, World Cup, he, he scored against Northern Ireland, right? Opposite, uh, opposite Republic, Ireland, Republic. Oh, sorry, Republic of yeah, Ireland. Yeah. He, both the of the goals he's got were headers. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Not yeah, just that, so the positioning as well. Like, both very similar goals, mm-hmm. actually. Correct. Very Inzaghi-like, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like brilliant he, movement. He thrives on, yeah, he tries on crosses from open play and chances created. So I'm going to delve right in into that soon. But just a little comparison in terms of goal contributions. Lukaku has 24 goals and 11 assists. Whereas Ronaldo has only 29 goals and 3 assists. Therefore, Lukaku has a higher goal involvement rate. So, basically what that means is Lukaku benefits his team more. He contributes more. Whereas Ronaldo is just... He's just there to finish chances and not there to create goals. So now, this, this is the juicy part of my research, right? This is a short share, basically... Comparing between Juventus and Manchester United. Okay, so for for Juventus, right? Ronaldo's 168 shots were 28% of Juve's total shots. And no one in United had the same elite levels of shots. Bruno at 21% was the highest. So let me just refer to my phone, right? So Ronaldo's supply line for Juventus open play crosses, they were ranked first. For Juventus, open play crosses accuracy, they were also ranked first. In the shots in the six yard box, they were ranked third. And shots sorry, and goals in the six yard box, they were ranked second. So basically in layman's terms, the whole Juventus team were tailor made to suit Ronaldo's goal scoring uh, capabilities. So they were built to supply him with crosses, supply him with chances, and Ronaldo was there to finish it. Whereas United, though. In Man U- uh, last season, Man United, open play crosses, they were ranked 17 out of 20th. Open play crosses accuracy, they were ranked 14 out of 20. Shots in the six yard box, they were ranked 13. Pretty low. Uh, goals in the six yard box, they were ranked 12. So what that means is, Ronaldo will take time to adapt to how United were playing. And because, y- you see, in United, right, like, you see players like uh, Mason Greenwood and, what was it, uh, Rashford? They're not players that you would deem as, you know, goal creators and all that, like assists, maestros. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are the guys who, oh, if they have a shot on goal, they will take it. And imagine if you put Ronaldo in that team, you know, like, if, you, if Greenwood takes a shot, Ronaldo will look at him and like, hey man, what are you doing? Just <laughs> pass the ball to me. I mean, that that's pretty true by the way Ronaldo acts in in games right like if there's a pass and you don't hit it to Ronaldo he'll scream at you and like he'll he'll do some hand gestures saying like why are you not passing the ball to me so what Ole has to do right is to try to change his tactics in such a way to suit Ronaldo you know so you're not going to see Greenwood cutting in and shooting you're not going to see Rashford doing the same you're not going to see Bruno pinging those shots. They are all going to f- try to find Ronaldo. And which is something I find that it's going to take time for them to do because they have to change the style of play just to suit Ronaldo. And I don't think this is going to happen overnight because firstly, Nathan, sorry to say, I don't rate Ole as a manager. I feel that he's one of the bottom 10. I mean, it's, it's just my opinion. I'm raising my hands up. You can't see it right now, <laughs> but it's just my opinion. You know, it's, it's something that Fair we enough. call the Ole tax. And, okay, uh, another step I'd like to bring up, right, is comparing Lukaku to Ronaldo, I did actually try to average out uh, the average league position of the teams in the Italian league, right, that 
Ronaldo and Lukaku tend to do f- better at basically a goal contribution. Like are they, a whether they are stat padding in certain matches, mm-hmm, lah. Correct. So Lukaku tends to fare better against more difficult opponents, and the average league position that he either contributes a goal or assists in is about eleven point seven. Whereas Ronaldo is a flat track bully because he exploits weaker teams, and Ronaldo's goal contribution against these teams tend to be at an average of about fourteen point six. So yeah, he he tends to do better against like the real bottom sides like um, was it Spieza or I I don't know I can't remember <laughs> the, the Italian things on the top off the top of my head. So. Lukaku would tend to fare better against you know top six opposition, which I kind of feel that it's a little bit due to his age because you know Lukaku is in the prime of his his career right now at twenty eight. Whereas I know Ronaldo's a freak of nature, but he's thirty six. He's not that fleet foot, not as fleet footed as before. I mean he's still rapid lah, but he would tend to ghost a little bit against the better teams. I I mean maybe against Liverpool, against City, against Chelsea, you would see him be a little bit more peripheral but I mean stats don't lie and um, just a little bit you know Ronaldo has 13 goals in 10 starts against the bottom 6 teams in the Italian league 3 goals against the top 6 whereas Lukaku has 6 goals against the top 6 albeit 3 of penalties and 10 goals in 11 starts against the bottom 6 teams so overall my summary is Lukaku is going to make Chelsea a better team because you know, let me just take out my stats again so b- before Tuchel, when Tuchel took over Chelsea, right? Uh, since January of twenty, since twenty seventh of January in twenty twenty one, Chelsea have been ranked sixth in terms of goals scored. They have been ranked second in terms of shots taken, ranked first in terms of shots on target, ranked first in terms of chances created. But the only stat that they have been pretty fraudulent in was you know the short conversion, conversion rate of right. 9% because, you yeah, because we had Timo June. Werner yeah. <laughs> yeah we had Timo Werner missing and our short conversion rate was actually 13 in the league because Werner was missing shots left and right Harvards wasn't still fully climated to the league mm. uh, we had players injured here and there and yeah so what Lukaku brings to Chelsea right is this elite striker you know who is gonna take his chances when when they're being given, you guys finally have a focal point, la, Essentially, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And Lukaku is gonna make the team better because, from what I said earlier, you know, twenty-four goals and eleven assists, he's gonna make the players around him play better, and all that. Yep. So, a little food for thought when you guys are gonna let's say you're gonna place bets on the Golden Boot. I mean, I know I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible, but stats-wise it's looking like Lukaku is going to win a golden boot. I mean, Ole, I'm not, I'm not going to say, okay, my disclaimer here is, I'm not going to say Ronaldo's not going to score. Okay, he is going to score. But, to beat Lukaku and to beat this current Tuchel side is going to be a huge challenge for him. Because, like I said, the team has to suit Ronaldo's play style and it's going to take time to do that. Mm. Because, uh, like I said, from the stats I've, I've given to you guys, I mean, you can just play back and listen to it again. Ole has to f- figure out a way, figure out a tactic to make sure, to, to make, okay, I don't doubt Ronaldo, I just doubt his supporting cast, if you understand what I mean. So, and I've waffled on a long while, so what do you guys think from 
I think you raised whatever some, I've presented to you. Yeah, I mean, you raised some really interesting points, and I do agree with a few of them. And but I also don't think that they're, they're necessarily bad. Um, with the interesting point I found was with Ronaldo's um, like he likes to score against the lesser, uh, smaller teams. You were saying right in Italy. Mm-hmm. I think actually yep. that works a lot to the advantage of United, who have struggled so badly against. Uh, opposition in the bottom half of the table yeah, uh, they struggle point. with breaking down the low blocks and they don't really have that kind of finisher who can take the game by the scruff of the neck which was what Ronaldo did against Northern Ireland in the dying minutes of the game someone who will be like just get me the ball I'll be in there and I'll score you know um, we didn't have that we we had it at times with Cavani and it was really apparent when he wasn't playing that you wouldn't be able to to think oh if we cross the ball Martial would get the hitter or Rashford will be able to like get a tap in. It's not really the case for United. So um, I think this, this may actually work in, in our favour. Uh, I think no doubt uh, Lukaku is definitely... I don't actually think that he will make Chelsea play better. I think Chelsea play fine without him. He's just there to finish off the chances. S- but I think Ronaldo will make United play better just because I feel like his standard and the and what he kind of like what you were mentioning, the the fact that the team have to kind of suit him, he would demand them to play a certain way with a certain intensity that he wants. Um, whereas Lukaku just needs to be in there to finishes to finish all the 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 passes from the um again the the creative uh team that Chelsea have all the creative players that you have ZH one side Pulisic Mount. Jorginho, there's so many people who can feed the ball to Lukaku and they just need someone there to finish off their chances. So I think uh, overall, both have a have a good, a really good chance to, to get Golden Boot. Um, but because I feel like Ronaldo will be the one also stat padding with taking free kicks and penalties, whereas Lukaku wouldn't take free kicks and penalties. He, oh, Lukaku so would definitely take penalties. He'll like, take pens? Um, yeah, because... Not Jorginho? Uh, Jorginho, yeah, he, he's a great penalty taker, but he's a midfielder, and I don't think he's egotistical enough to demand that he takes penalties because he knows that Lukaku kind of wants to win the Golden Boot, so he will gladly step away for Lukaku to take the penalty. And oh, but Jorginho has a, like, a really good like scoring penalty record, right? Yeah, like, but he's, be- he's been missing a couple lately, and we're going to talk about elite penalty stats, right? Lukaku has not missed a penalty since 2017. He does know how to strike a mean penalty. I I, mm-hmm. I think, like you said, as long... Jorginho is pretty much just going to be like, if Rom wants to take the spot kicks, he can have them. Like, yep. it's not that important to me. Um, I mean, it's probably... It's, it is important to him, but he understands that the confidence a striker gains from like getting these mm-hmm. goals, whether they are Correct. penalties or not, really does help. Um, great point, Sash. But the one thing, right, I'm just going to play devil's advocate a little bit. You mentioned how Ronaldo wants he's fully integrated in United's um, kind of tactical play, right, under Oli. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to flow through him. Whereas with Lukaku, everything is going to flow through him as well. But he is going to be more... He's going to no, be no, taking no, chances, that, but he's going to be laying Lukaku, it off as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying Lukaku will make the team better. Whereas, I feel that Ronaldo, the team has to suit his style. I, I, I know agree. it's a bit... I, yeah. I agree. Um, but that being said, if this is the discussion for the golden boot, wouldn't that make Ronaldo like no, that, more that, of an odds-on favourite to get more that's goals? Where, that's where the, the talk of the managers come in. Mm. Because 
Lukaku is so used to playing in this back three system, whereas, as as it was pretty evident in the Southampton and the Wolves game that Ole should still trying to find the right blend to to fit all his attacking players, and now that Ronaldo's you added Ronaldo in the in the mix, right? Like yeah, no doubt, no doubt he's a world class player, but. You still need a great supporting cast. I'm actually, yeah, I'm hundred uh, percent. I'm actually very intrigued to see how United transform with Ronaldo because no one is doubting his capabilities and his what he brings to whatever team he plays for. But like, like you mentioned earlier, these United players, right? They are so used to being kind of in charge of their own attacking destiny if that makes sense like they're not afraid to shoot they're not afraid to like take defenders on but with this added dimension of of cron right a lot of them might be having to go against their base instinct of like taking mm-hmm. a shot which is going to be very interesting to see yeah like like Nathan how you mentioned Greenwood being a possibility of the golden boot I think with Ronaldo in the mix right like he's going to force Greenwood to pass than to shoot like he's gonna curb his natural instincts to do that and because you know Ronaldo wants to be like the, the main central point of everything and I don't know how I mean Greenwood will definitely learn a lot from Ronaldo but Ronaldo's gonna demand that all the passes will be played through him rather than letting them take a shot because like I said the, the Juventus team was tailor-made to feed Ronaldo Whereas that was actually that was actually a lot of the criticism. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you can say it's sour grapes on the mm-hmm. the part of the Juventus board and their fans, but a lot of their gripes actually stem from the fact that Ronaldo's presence was stifling a lot of their attacking players, your Chiesas, your Dybalas, you know, your Kulusevskis. Um so it's going to be interesting to see how Juve um, you know, without Ronaldo go on as well. Um, they haven't gotten to a great start in the league, but I think that contrast between how United of last season and this season versus how Juventus of last and this season kind of what what's the main changes gonna be? Um so you're 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 pretty adamant that it's gonna be, be, be between those two guys, right? Yep. And the the player that I think will benefit most from Ronaldo being in the team is actually Jaden Sancho. Because he is a creative player. Like he, I think he'll him and Ronaldo will strike out a very good partnership because, um, Jadon Sancho was always feeding a certain Erling Haaland mm. back in uh, Dortmund. And I could feel that that would be a partnership that would be pretty interesting to see and to see how how it develops between him and Sancho. But right now, I think Jadon Sancho has a knock or something, right? So. Probably Sancho is also probably the best crosser of the ball yep, apart exactly. from like Luke Shaw, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. pay his own fraud watch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's not gonna for do long. well. Though. Yeah. I mean the more I, we I talked about it, well. like mm-hmm. the I really feel like it sounds like Greenwood would have less of a chance uh mm-hmm. to to play even. Cause if Sancho seems like the, the main starter on the right and um when if Ronaldo or Cavani take center and Rashford comes back and he takes left, then um, what's left, you know? It's a bit so unfortunate, yeah. It's a bit unfortunate. Like, Greenwood is almost like the collateral damage. Like, you're not going to say no to signing Ronaldo, right? Let's be real, like... But but on the flip side, right, because Ronaldo is on a two-year contract, mm. imagine how much Greenwood will be able to learn from Ronaldo in these two years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, 
there's a silver lining, you know, in mm. what may seem to be a dark cloud. But look at but us think, putting uh, a I negative think, spin on United getting <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldo. <laughs> Only a learning, learning, <laughs> learning from from uh so, from someone is definitely important. Yeah. But so much so is game time, that mm. helps with confidence. So it's also still gonna be a worry, which which is why it makes complete sense that James left because I mean the guy just wants to play and I mm, think he mm. um definitely saw himself going down the pecking order with the arrival of Ronaldo and Sancho. Are you so, surprised that Lingard did I'm quite surprised that Lingard didn't choose to leave, you know. It's so I, weird. To be honest, I, I don't really know enough information on the Lingard situation on why he kind of didn't go to SM because mm-hmm. it really felt like that would be a good move. Um even without the arrival of uh, whoever came this summer, right? Lingard was already not in the pecking mm. order. Um, he was, I guess, even below Van de Beek, if that's even possible. Um, Oof. so I think that's why. I mean, if you look in the center of 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 the pitch, you have Bruno, who is definitely number one choice, and then you still have Mata, who is like the other second choice, I guess, oh, there Ma- in that position. I totally uh, forgot that Mata. No, because there. the other one's playing in the double, the double pivot. Oh, like I understand. Pogba, oh. Fred, and McTominay. <laughs> Those three are rotating, and then Matic is their sort of like replacement, right? So, uh-huh. uh, in, in if you if you talk about if you see it like that, um, then Van der Beek, who is supposed to be like Bruno's replacement, like doesn't even get a shout. Sometimes he even uh, Oli even subs in Mata before that, which is very strange. I mean. You you rightly said like you don't rate Ole. I don't rate him in this kind of respect, um, in terms of his substitutions as well as um game management. I think which uh is, in terms of like so morale, ironic, right? it's so morale and, and getting United <laughs> to play with the kind of swagger that they used to know. I think that's the one good thing about Ole. Like he lets them attack, um, doesn't make them play too defensive, um, which is what the United fans like innately want out of a United squad um, they just want like strong defensive players so that the whole team doesn't have to come back and defend and defend as a whole unit um, so with the kind of um, arrival of Varane I think that really goes to um, strengthen the idea that we're going back to the old United ways um, but yeah in that respect I I think it will be it's really difficult for to see uh, Greenwood probably not get a chance to, to play even and uh, yeah but Ronaldo, I mean, we are, we're talking so much about Ronaldo, now no one's even mentioning Cavani anymore, which is also... <laughs> He's um, so sad, right? Like, where yeah. does he play, you know? My guy even lost his number, like, come on. <laughs> I mean, he he, 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 gen- he gave it up. <laughs> I think for Cavani, he also understands, like, you know, their levels. Um, I'm sure he he's... Cavani has an ego, we've seen that before with him and Zlatan, but, like, Ronaldo is you know, the, if not the best, right up there with Lionel Messi. So it's hard to, for any player, it's hard to, to kind of deny that. So it's unfortunate for Cavani. Like like we talked about earlier, you know, collateral damage. Um, Martial, Greenwood and Cavani are probably like the three who will feel it the most. But who knows? Uh, in two years' time, we'll, we'll get to reevaluate how successful this transfer was. But... um. One more final question for the both of you before we, we switch gears. Last season, I believe the top goal scorer was Kane with 23 goals. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that that tally will be better this season? Yep. 
I ex- expect both Ronaldo and Lukaku to beat that, but mm. I think Lukaku will just age it. By like a- any predictions, Ronaldo uh, Lukaku's highest uh, goal return was twenty five goals. By the way, with with Everton, I think he will hit twenty seven. Twenty seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. What about you, oh. Nate? How how many for for Ronaldo? Uh, Ronaldo has to hit like over thirty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Who, like, I mean, the, and it's not beyond oh. him, also, isn't it? Like when you talk about Ronaldo, you'd be like, yeah, he could do that if you uh, wanted l- to. Last season <laughs> with VAR at peak fraudulence, I think thirty might have been possible, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see we'll how see unselfish the rest. Remember of his this episode, are. and we'll come back yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Ronaldo yeah. has has Newcastle, like this week. That's already five, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the last, the last team that he's got a hat trick against, or rather, the only team he's got a hat trick against was against Newcastle, right? Ronaldo's only had one Premier League hat trick, yeah, and, and that was against Newcastle. Wow! I, but I he think gets like a ton of braces. Yeah, he gets a ton of braces, like a brace and assist. But his only hat trick came against Newcastle. Mm. So, yeah, bet the house on 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 United. Pretty, la, pretty good omen on on him. Yep, yep. And I know Newcastle, we didn't really bottom sixteen. We didn't really and talk much know, yeah. about um uh like City, even though that they are still probably the most uh likely to win the I mean, league this year. I mean, oh, for sure, I guess but it's a different kind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They it's spread out their goals, right? Yep, yep, exactly. No, and the thing I the thing about City, right? I did mention it to my bro before. I feel that they play much better without Kevin De Bruyne because Whoa. they're not always looking for him. No, I I know <laughs> it's I know it's a bit of a hot take, but that's what I've been observing like. Whenever the Bruyne they did win the league been. without him, to be fair, yeah, and they won and they it played very much better. Didn't they score like, wasn't it a hundred points? Yeah, the Centurions, yeah, right? Ridiculous number, yeah. Yeah, and ever since De Bruyne has come back to the team, I mean they they're still good, but I feel that they really do play better without De Bruyne. A bit like you know what I think that's probably like what's happening with Juventus and Ronaldo. There's this effect of when you have a star player, everyone has to kind of feed that feed person yep, yep. but without him right then you really get to see everybody play the style yeah, that they want like because what's been nice I think and I didn't recognise it until you mentioned it is that without De Bruyne you see people like Rodri play the kind of um, mm. uh, like creative lob to the the, mm-hmm. the front players so mm. with De Bruyne he'll just play that sideways pass to him and then drop back yep. and sit yep. and let De Bruyne play that pass but without it Rodri actually has a pretty good because everyone yeah. feels more responsibility Without their star player, that's why they kind of like step up. Whereas you know when De Bruyne's in the team, they just oh, whenever we get a ball, we just look for him and he'll just do something, you know. But I I don't know. It's just me, but like is I, it- I actually don't think it's just you. I I think that's actually a great point. I'm thinking about it right now, and mm-hmm. I think there's some truth to what you're saying actually but um unfortunately a lot of people are gonna misconstrue us as hating on De Bruyne <laughs> which is not what we're doing we only hate um, on elite it's players a fa- it's a fair point <laughs> and it's something that we'll be looking for we'll be looking at more closely throughout the rest of the season man mm-hmm. um yep. so yeah all this talk just for Salah to pip everyone right um <laughs> so great uh golden boot discussion checked for now um can't wait to see more Premier League this weekend but I did mention that with a little surprise for our listeners at the start of the episode, and that surprise is we're going to be talking a little bit about our favourite chants and, and songs that we've heard uh, in the Premier League. We might have a couple from overseas, but most of them are going to be based in the Premier League. Um, 
Yeah, Sasha's gonna be I, I the AD to... guy for today. Yeah, he's because got all this... the socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this um, recommendation was actually from I think a regular listener of the show, so I promised to give her a shout out. So, uh, thanks, thanks for the uh, suggestion, Janelle. Yeah, uh, your your shout out. I've really hey, done your up, shout Janelle? out. What's so... up, fan mail? <laughs> <laughs> so she's a uh, she's a United fan, uh, So I think it's. Only oh. right to get a ball rolling. Oh. <laughs> so Nathan. <laughs> oh right, United <laughs> fan. Uh, well, I have um a few. Uh, okay, I'm gonna start off with one that's probably uh, the most ironic, and that actually comes from the other side of the city of Manchester. And oh, <laughs> this is don't over, worry. Man. I'm saving the the w- best one. Wonder- Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually one of my favorite. Because it's just so catchy and it's about the two Tory brothers. Oh, you I probably know this one. Love, I'm just going to play it chan. for you guys. What an instant classic. <laughs> I love how it just gets louder and louder and then they just keep going round and round. The um, thing I love most about that chant is that the mm-hmm. Tory brothers like got in on it and they just yeah. And yeah, now there was an whenever, interview as well, right? wherever they go, like the the chant just starts like erupting like organically. I love it. Yeah. And it's great because I think there were times where I even heard it in the stadium when they were playing on opposite teams. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, which Liverpool, is like the Liverpool best. Were, Liverpool were chanting it as well. Like, Dude, Toure gets it yeah. at, he, he got it at Celtic <laughs> and at Leicester now Because he's like a coach uh, with Brendan Rodgers It's it's really funny Absolute legend You randomly hear it, you're like, what? Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> he's, a, he's a coach Yeah, okay. class players Um, There's one more, which is also from the United fans This one I think is a not-so-known uh chant But I when I came across it, I thought it was like, it's quite funny And it does throw a bit of banter Against uh, uh, those from uh, the Scouts. So here it is. Okay, it's a bit hard to hear, but like they start by saying park, park, wherever you may be, which is a uh, shout back to our famous three lung Park Ji Sung. And then, then they then start to throw shade and they say like, what's worse than eating dogs could be that you could be scouts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just classic rivalry. That would, that would be fans. banned. Like, Dude, that, that, would be, that would get you cancelled right now, man. <laughs> like, you, you can't say that anymore. <laughs> right. And I was thinking, do Koreans even eat dogs? That's kind of strange. That's the, yeah, I, I like, think that's the um, mainland Chinese, lah, but... <laughs> Even like the, you know, the, the Chelsea rent boy chant. Oh, I'm they, sure they, Sasha's they, I know they, they directed that. Do you have that? <laughs> Billy Gilmore? Um, yeah, they directed it's, that. It's, Billy it's Gilmore. a chant that, that ever since Abramovich kind of um, bought Chelsea, like it's been directed at Chelsea players. But yeah, only recently it's gotten a bit of, um, you know, like the, the, the woke treatment. So mm-hmm. that, that's that been cancelled. Um mm-hmm. The one, the one that I'm thinking, of, I had a few like um, that I saved, but the one that just came to mind, right, was actually, this is one for BK and for Sash because this is the Arsenal slash Chelsea legend. It's the mm-hmm. the Giroud song, man, to the tune of of Hey Jude. Um, that oh. that chant always like you know, always feel good. Um, and I think it was adopted by the Chelsea fans as well. So 
yeah, that's a really cool oh, one. Oh, is it the one I that just goes, nah, 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 yeah. G-Rude. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's, okay. it's so simple, but it, it just hits home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that uh, was I good. Mean, that was nice. I've but those are more about, songs. Do you guys have yeah. like specific like chants? Because the one I'm thinking of is a, uh, it's an Arsenal one again. It's weird. I'm coming out of Arsenal. A lot of Arsenal examples, but it's 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 directed at their North London rivals, right? It goes something like, "What do we think of shit, Tottenham? What Dude, do we think a, of Tottenham? Shit." <laughs> yeah, it's a classic <laughs> one, man. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do remember uh, when when AITV came to Singapore. I. No, sorry, sorry. They didn't come. Uh, when Arsenal came to Singapore, it was the ICC, I think. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. Uh, EFTV also came to Singapore because uh, they had to do it. Um, so I actually attended the match with a friend. And then after that, uh, we went to chill out with uh, AFTV at the back. I I do have a photo taken with troops. Shout out my guy, troops. Uh, you guys can, troops I can fish out the photo for you guys. <laughs> I took one with Mo as well. So straight after the match, right? Like, like when all the Arsenal fans were gathering at one point, like this guy just started the whole what they think of shit Tottenham chant and everything yeah. just started, yeah. Pretty yeah, crazy. It, pretty the crazy. best part about that is it just comes out organically as well. Mm. Like there's no need for it. Like there's no Tottenham <laughs> fan or player inside, but they still like yeah. Yeah. I mean I mean it's it's football rivalry for you. La. But straight uh up. yeah, I do have this uh Edison Cavani song I like to play. Mm. Because um yeah, actually, I was asking uh, Janelle if she heard about it. She said she didn't even know this song existed because I think it was created quite recently only. So here's a little snippet of it. This one's for you, Janelle. It's a tune of Eva. It's so bad. <laughs> So basically, it's the give it, give it, give it to Eddie Cavani. Did that pass, pass song. already? Oh yeah, I I didn't play that part. So, but I I I just did. I I talked I talked it out in a melody lah. So you guys can just listen to it. It's pretty easy. You just search um Edison Cavani chan, and uh, on YouTube, and it's I think it's the second most viewed chan. <laughs> okay, but uh, another one that I like, I think it's the. The one where they they say that oh no it's it's the one mocking Suarez's teeth mm. being offside. Uh, hang on. Yep, I think I have it here. You love a good Suarez chant. I'm playing it right now. <laughs> yeah pretty good yeah Suarez is a walking meme dude I swear absolutely isn't there one about him biting uh, Ivanovic dude he ate Ivanovic's arm man I saw it live on TV dude uh, Luis Suarez absolute trash of a human being but <laughs> classy footballer like, the thing I- is like sometimes <laughs> he's like I don't know what's going through his head he's so weird <laughs> Then there was the whole Evra thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna hum this one, but there's a there's a chant about Suarez hating like the Jackson Five. Go oh. look it up; it's pretty mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Okay, we've talked about chants and songs, right? But we've got Glory Glory Man United, and we've of course got You Never Walk Alone, right? What is what's Chelsea's kind of like anthem club 
anthem. It's, yeah, it's that's called, actually, it's called actually uh, the the carefree wherever you may be. Where the famous CFC chant. Have you guys oh. not heard it? No eh. Like, do you guys play at the start of your matches or what? Yeah. Uh, if I hear it, it'll probably ring a bell. Um, mm. I might put it in post. Yeah, I might, I might look it up and put it in post. But yeah. I know Man City have their Blue Moon thing. Do they have Spurs have their, like, when the Spurs go marching in. Uh, who cares, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I had to put it in there. La. There's too Does much anyone know the, the Arsenal song? Um, no. Uh, it's, it goes something like, Cronky in, cronky out. Like, cronky, shake it all about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they have one, but uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. No, like whenever there's an Emirates, uh, the gameplay at Emirates Stadium, I always hear that whimsical, like flute sound. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. That's the one. And then like, that's all I hear. Right? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And Speaking yeah. of like whimsical sounds, right? There's one club I want to shout out who always had the one of the best atmospheres in any Premier League ground. Stoke it, City, Port, Portsmouth, <laughs> man, Portsmouth. Oh. Their matches were always uh-huh. it, there's always like a vibrant atmosphere. Dude, Stoke, man, Stoke's St- good. Really? Yeah, <laughs> they're always damn loud, dude. They always to be like fair, a lot of dude, these clubs. Always, like, even Palace yeah. has a great atmosphere, but there was something about Portsmouth, man. Then you had the dude in the. That half-naked dude who looked like a witch doctor. He was always <laughs> playing the banging the drums. Yeah, something mm. else, man. Yeah, but um, Palace fans, man, they are always... I think they're one of the best away fans in the league. Like, whenever I watch them... When I watch home matches, right? They're always... The away fans are always singing, like, Is this a fire drill? Is this a fire drill? Because, you know, the home fans are not singing at all. And it's always the away fans that are making the noise. Ah. So they're just mocking the lack of home atmosphere by... Chanting whether it's a fire drill, it's a library. And oh, all there's that. yeah, high library library. Yep, yep. back in the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Actually, so many of these are like not PG at all. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think they're just for banter. Yeah. yeah, dude, you can't cancel. I mean, I think you can right now, but you know, in the olden days, man, like anything goes, dude. <laughs> you remember? I remember. Mm-hmm. There's one about um the Idabaya Chan, but when I'm not gonna play that because it's that one is more. Rude. It, it, was it rude, like man. wasn't it a one off or was it constantly being sang? Nah, I felt like dude. it was only sang once to him. Nah, like, dude. It, so like, they like, sang it they, even they when he wasn't it, playing for them. They no, he, they sang it even when he did, he was. That's playing so for weird. Them. Like what? Right. <laughs> what? Like like that makes no sense. Yeah. So so basically, they called um Idabaya's dad, some a guy who washes elephants. And then they called his mom a prostitute. Like but the 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 better word for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The non the non PC word. hmm Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Arsenal fans, man. Obviously you have <laughs> <laughs> Obviously you have like um a couple of not so you know, neither funny nor nor witty ones, but it's part of the game. Um Damn, actually there's so many like Liverpool had like a whole song season book. where they just kept churning out random ass songs, man. You got the Van Dyke song, mm-hmm. you got the Genie Wijnaldum song, you got the the C Senor for Bobby Firmino. Pretty pretty wait, creative. How about the classic um, Wait, how did got the Salah? No, we got the Salah. Van Dyke Mane, one the Bobby, Bobby. like a Virgil. No, no, the Van Dyke <laughs> one is uh, 
Um, calm as you like is Virgil Van Dyke. Oh, okay, okay. Cause yeah, I I heard yeah. them sing the like a Virgil as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I like the the you know when we saw Coutinho like yeah, the yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that, that one's one, one of my favorite. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not yeah, Oh, money, money. Fair play, lah. Fair play. Uh, that one's great. They even got like uh all the strikers in one song. Yeah, it 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 just works, man. Um, uh, is there a song about Trent, my boy, my guy Trent? <laughs> Was it I need to find a Trent song. Uh, I check Pregos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why you save chat? Why are you saving chat? <laughs> I've also Dude, realized that they've always used the like the same tunes. Like the one that's recently I mean you've heard the Arsenal fans singing uh yeah. we lose every week. That tune though, they yep, use it yep. for al- almost everything. Mm-hmm. It just works, uh yeah. yeah. Phonetically it just works. I'm trying to think what was the original or what was the first chant I heard with that tune? How about the um Sleepy G chant? Do you remember that? Yeah, and the one uh, to the, t- the the tune so, of Sarah so Sarah. Pain- so painful. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like the Chelsea fans are singing that like in the most recent game at at uh, Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I hear it all I the could time. Hear man. it, dude. It's it's gonna <laughs> be there till the end of days. <laughs> what about the Angolo Conte yeah. song? That one is uh, it's pretty cute, and it's like our first entry that's like not English. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the the Angolo Conte. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was cute, man. Yeah. Is there any Paul Pogba chant? Um. I there is, but I don't really remember it. Wait, we're missing the best chant of all. Wait, there's the, the <laughs> no, there's one more. The it's a, it's not really a chant. It's a song, right? The guy who's um oh no, it slipped my mind. The guy who plays for Swansea, what's his name? Mitchell. Also uh, played for um, City. Uh, the Scott Scott Sinclair. No, no, no. I think he's African. He played for oh Wilfred Boney oh come yeah. on Wilfred Boney <laughs> score <laughs> some goals <laughs> today first <laughs> <laughs> one see uh, so random man but fair play lah to all these creative fans I'm trying to think of a few more lah but I think we I think the people listening have got the gist of it we're all we're all footballing marks um yep we're all pretty damn old to yeah, remember dude, these as well I'm getting old man. Oh but I, I only really started to notice chants more um, recently. Like, when we were younger, I didn't really... Also, because it wasn't very clear, you would just mm-hmm. remember the tune, but you didn't really know what they were chanting. Mm-hmm. At least that, that was from my perspective. Don't know about you guys. I think it's always easier when they're just singing about one player. Because it's... Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the ones that kind of stick were, like, the... Oh Robin Van Persie in the tree, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, song? Robin, Robin Van Persie. Yeah. yeah. Didn't you guys steal that from Arsenal? <laughs> <laughs> we probably did. We stole like how, like how Chelsea <laughs> stole the Torres chant. The Torres chant was one of my the original favorites, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell, even Luis Garcia had a song, man. Honestly, our f- Liverpool fans love making songs. I think we're, we're too bored, but. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Luka- does Lukaku have one yet? I don't. It's think a matter so. of time, lah. It's a matter yeah. of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are good, I think yep. I I've run out of of uh. 
Good old nostalgic like, chance. Yeah. Right. We'll probably do this again. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see us doing this again. Um, yeah. But yeah, Nate, if you are done with um, examples, I think we're going to wrap it. Yeah, all, all good. All good. Yep, all good, man. Sweet, man. Um, yeah, lots of nostalgic songs. Um, I can't wait to see that Ronaldo Lukaku week one showdown this weekend. Hope Ronaldo's going to start, right? Has to start, right? Uh, hopefully he starts. We don't know, man. With Ole, we never know. We don't know, man. Ronaldo at right back. <laughs> Ronaldo is the, the CDM that Dude, everyone was yeah, waiting for. <laughs> Ronaldo replacing Fred as a CDM, man. Oh, man, please. please I actually think he'll true. do better, dude. As a CDM than Fred? Yeah, yeah. yeah he takes the shot from halfway line. <laughs> Ronaldo just uh, going in two foot, right? Two foot mm-hmm. on everybody. Um, but yeah, hopefully that does come true. Um, for all our listeners, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, once again, if you're a new listener, glad that you made it all the way this far. Hope you join us again on future episodes. Um, we'll probably put up a post on IG, so yeah, all the listeners who listen to this app, Send us your favorite footballing chants and we'll share it on our page. But until next week, have a great week, everyone.